0: Do you ever struggle with confidently telling clients your rates or feel like a failure because you're not meeting the same 10K months that you see others reach? You're not alone. Most virtual assistants and service providers struggle with these same things, even though they are confident in their ability to provide great service to their clients. My pal Pauline believes that these struggles are due to a lack of self-worth and that entrepreneurs often struggle with worthiness because they aren't separating themselves from their business. In this episode, Pauline is sharing simple practices for connecting with your own mission and vision, tips for showing up more confidently on sales calls, and why it's important to get support in your business so that you maintain a healthy perspective. Keep listening if you know you have great skills, but your self-doubt and imposter syndrome have kept you from showing up confidently on sales calls.
1: You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand
0: your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely in this together now here she is the host of the support squad podcast sharon nissen Hey, hey, you guys, welcome into the Support Squad podcast. Before I dive in to my interview with Pauline today, I wanted to make sure you guys all know that introductory pricing for Podcast Magic is ending tomorrow. So that means if you want to save $200 on the cost of Podcast Magic or enroll with our extended payment plan, which allows you to get started for as little as $50, you need to act super, 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 super fast. Head over to the support squad.com slash podcast magic to enroll before that introductory pricing goes away and the price goes up for good. So if you wanted to hop in, if you want to learn everything it takes to launch manage and market podcasts for clients, you want to get in right now, head over to the support squad.com slash podcast magic to enroll with that introductory pricing before it goes away tomorrow. And now I'm excited to dive into my chat with Pauline, but before we jump into our conversation, let me tell you a little more about her. Pauline's passion lies in empowering visionaries with strategy, coaching, and implementation support so that they can be unstoppable. Combining her experience in Fortune 500 companies, managing multiple podcasts, and occasionally powerlifting, now she helps others own their time, wealth, and joy in life. With her extensive background in big tech and finance corporations like Google, Aberdeen, Standard investments, and working with tech startups, she's the business growth strategist that was in the belly of the beast. She uses her expertise in tech design and user experience to set businesses on a path to prosperity and help women be successful CEOs without sacrificing their happiness. You guys are going to love hearing everything from Pauline, so let's dive into this conversation. Hey, Pauline. Welcome to the support squad. Hello, so happy to be here. I'm thrilled to have you here. Um, It's so exciting to talk to someone in the UK. It's always awesome to (laughs) get to talk to people all over the world. So I'm excited to meet you. And since we're meeting kind of for the first time, I'd love to know just more about you and your journey. Um, I know you've had a pretty interesting journey. Now you're a director of operations and a coach, but could you tell us a little bit about your journey to get there and what got you started in the online space and all of that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, hi everybody. My name is Polly Malabai, and I support visionaries with strategy, coaching, and implementation. And I am basically their right hand partner that gives them the space to own their CEO role to ensure that you know they execute all of their business projects to see revenue growth and business success. And essentially, I started off as a podcasting VA, and um, I was. I started launching, I was actually, I had a podcast before podcasts were cool. So, um, you know, I had my first podcast when I was still in university and then I had my second podcast now, How She Owns It, um, all about the the online space. And uh, essentially I was doing it as a side hustle and then I got made redundant because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And then from there I realized people actually were launching podcasts and needed help and I've been doing it for years. Um, So I actually started off as a podcasting VA. And then from there I could see that my clients needed more help with their operations, with their projects. Um, and from there, it kind of just grew. My role just kind of grew at, as with each client as, and you know, my offers got more refined as I, as I went along the journey. Um, I tried to be an online business manager, but I felt like I had more leadership skills mm-hmm. than, um, and then my role was a little bit more strategic. Um, and I was really, being a virtual COO to a lot of my clients. Mm -hmm. So um, I was actually managing online business managers for my clients as well. So it's kind of like a little bit above that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's basically been my journey. It's been um, truly ups and and downs. And, you know, everyone will tell you uh, the online space is always moving. That's why I love it. It's really fast paced. You learn so much in such a short amount of time and uh, I managed to grow a team as well. I have a copywriter, I have a visibility strategist, and I absolutely love helping. Um, I have my own framework where I teach other people how to basically own their wealth, time, enjoy in life, and that's basically what I what I do. So we have the done for you services in the agency, and then I also coach other freelancers um, so that they can scale without working. I call it slavery (laughs) without being laptop slavery slaves. Um, So yeah, that's basically uh, me so far in my journey.
0: I love hearing that. Yeah, it's so cool in the online space, how we we start in a certain place and then we're not ever really quite sure where the journey is going to take us. And then we start to realize all of these strengths and skills and talents that that we have along the way. And one thing I see a lot with like new virtual assistants is they start to recognize pretty early. Like I have these major talents and skills. I can really, really help people. Um, But it's hard for them to get the confidence that translate that into actually selling their services. Like they know they can do it. They know they can be an asset to people but maybe they're still dealing with like some feelings of not feeling worthy or um, not having that confidence or that imposter syndrome. So for for someone who has taken that full journey of like starting as a podcast VA to going into more COO roles, um, how do you uh, like keep your mindset caught up with like your skills, like what you know you can do and presenting that to people, especially in sales situations?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So any entrepreneur will tell you, that entrepreneurship is one big long journey of personal development. Yes. And it will always be uncomfortable at times. And actually when you are the most uncomfortable, that's probably when you know you're leveling up. So that's a good thing. And um, what I do is I tend to have some kind of routine where I, you know, I, I write down, you know, any, I journal, journaling is huge. Or if you have a coach to work with, to kind of be that uh venting slash throw ideas around um person I wouldn't really suggest family members because they don't know what you're doing you need just, someone who knows what the online space is and know know what virtual assistants are mm-hmm. and um can advise you can be that advisor for you as opposed to just like someone to listen to your problems and right. and vent to right and um so what I tend to do is I do a lot of journaling. I have my morning practice. Not everyone is a morning person. So please find your, your pace, find your own routine where you can do some self-reflection. Uh, I am a huge fan of CEO dates. So every Monday or every Friday or on the Sunday evening, you sit down and you just look at every aspect of your business and you look at your goals. You your mission? What's your mission, your vision and your values? I always start from there when I work with my clients. And then that will give you kind of like a north star you mm-hmm. want. So for mm-hmm. me, my north star has always and has never changed. It's always been freedom.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I'm sure that's a lot of people. It's the same thing. That that yeah, that. That's words.
0: exactly what I've always said is my north star as well. Right. Like, totally. So to that, yeah. figure out your
1: north star. For some people, it's freedom. For some people, it's wealth. Um, you know that's personal to you and then from there figure out your mission for your business your vision statements and then your core values and then um, from there and don't be afraid by the way because I see this all the time I work with a lot of female founders don't be afraid to dream big like huge in in your vision statements. So many women hold themselves back mm-hmm. because they think that it's unachievable. Like, who am I to have this vision? If you have a vision that you want to own agency, a virtual virtual, a virtual assistant agency that's worth millions, write that down. You'll figure it out later how to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so please don't hold back your dreams. And then have a self-care routine um where you take time to reflect. I do meditation and um journaling and i also make sure that whenever i'm feeling stressed out i i pause i take a walk i i leave things behind you figure out what your thing is yours could be watching tv yours right right yours could be like taking your kids out to play yours could be taking yourself off yeah taking yourself out for a spa a lot of my clients do that um after really intense launches and they didn't go so well right Mm -hmm. a failed launch a quote-unquote failed launch they would book themselves in a spa just go away for the weekend and that's some anything that will restore your energy levels and and also just accepting that imposter syndrome is never going to go away Yeah, it's human nature (laughs) and it will always be there and even michelle obama Oprah Winfrey uh-huh. <laughs> have imposter syndrome and I always say if you don't have an imposter syndrome you're probably a psychopath
0: right. <laughs> so, you're, <laughs> you're have some kind of mental disorder yeah <laughs> like so that. embrace that embrace that. Yeah. It's fine,
1: but um don't let it don't let it uh get in the way and I the most cliche saying that I always live up to so cliche um is basically just uh feel the fear and do it anyway mm-hmm. like that's so cliche, but it always works whenever I've like something's leveling up for me, I'm like, uh, just do it, just feel mm-hmm. here and do it anyway, yeah, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree with so much of what you said. So like when you're talking about the mission, vision, values, I found also when I work with my, with my like one-on-one coaching clients through that exercise of actually writing that out, it transforms their whole confidence and the whole way that they see their business. Um, Because like you said, if you can dream big and actually write it down, those words, if you can have it written down and you can always go back to that, it will always remind you of like why you started and why you're doing what you're doing. And so I really think that that is such a powerful exercise. So, just like you shared, like if you guys haven't sat down and written down what do you really envision for yourself, it can be a really transformative thing. And it comes through in your marketing and in your, your sales and everything when you know like the bigger picture for your business. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then also what you said about feeling the fear and doing it anyway, like, that if I could give my strategy, like from the beginning in a nutshell, like that has been it. It's like, what, like you just do it, like whatever it is, just do it. That's what I'm always telling people. I wish Nike didn't already have that as their motto. Cause that's kind of mine. It's like, just do it. So, um, I totally agree with you. Um, cool. So can yeah. And talk-
1: sometimes you need to hire a coach to
0: tell you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was going to
1: say, think- sometimes you need to hire a coach to tell
0: you that. So, yes. you know,
1: <laughs> so yeah.
0: Yes, just do it, but you don't do it alone. You don't have to do any of this alone. So um, yeah, I totally agree. Having a community of other entrepreneurs to support you or a coach can, can really, really help. And then, so can I was curious if you could give a little bit about how, so if we have all of those things, if we have the self-care and um, we know our mission, vision, values, how can we translate that into like our marketing and in sales conversations? Do you have any tips about that?
1: Yeah. So with sales and marketing, I think it's important to accept that they these are skills. These are mm-hmm. skills that you are not born. No one is born a marketer. No one is born a salesperson. Mm-hmm. This is something that you will learn. And you have been given a gift. If you're a virtual assistant, the gift of organized, uh, great project management skills, etc., And that is your gift. But that doesn't mean that you're going to be amazing at sales and marketing straight away, right? right? Accepting that you have to take imperfect action and just remain consistent. Mm -hmm. This is is literally what business is. Consistency and then learning um, and iterating. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is why I love, you know, being an entrepreneur and being entrepreneurial because it's all about getting feedback and iterating. So when it comes to sales goals and imposter syndrome in marketing, guess what? You have to just keep doing as many as you can. Even if you don't want the job, get this is why um I always advise my friends who are just you know applying for jobs right now just just apply for any job just take the interview just practice it's just a practice right totally so same with marketing your first TikTok if I could show you my first Instagram by the way I got my first client through Instagram so it works but my first (laughs) Instagram post was I didn't even know anything about branding I had no branding I had no logo take imperfect action Mm -hmm. right taking perfect action my caption was like three sentences long didn't even use hashtags to be honest (laughs) you know I still got my first client through Instagram through those imperfect posts imagine if I didn't take imperfect action and delayed posting on Instagram until I knew everything about Instagram marketing then I would never have won that first 2k client Mm -hmm. that I did when I was a um, podcasting VA so just take imperfect action and make sure that Skills. the more pra- the more i do it the more i practice it the more i get better at this skill mm-hmm. and when you're in a sales call always remember that what you put out what you feel inside is what's reflected outside mm-hmm. so if you don't feel confident and you rush and you say whatever your um, figure is <laughs> you charge for your services um then you no one's going to believe you. No one's going to be inclined because they're going to, you're going to put a seed of doubt in the uh, potential clients. Um, because if you don't believe in your, in your, the figure that you're quoting, they're not going to believe in it. And also I think what virtual assistants always forget, it's okay not to quote on the call. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely okay to say, okay, I'm going to take notes, listen intently. You should not be doing most of the talking anyway. That's another thing that I learned when i was first setting up i did too much talking Mm -hmm. you should be listening and then writing notes especially how the verbiage that they use and then you tell them okay thank you for this what i'm going to do is going to take away and create a proposal for you and then give you a price Mm -hmm. okay because that will enable you to take out your little calculator compute Mm -hmm. things compute your hours properly and be very systematic in how you quote your prices Um, so those are my top tips don't, don't um, feel pressured to, to quote a price during the call. That's Mm -hmm. absolutely, there's no compulsory. It's not compulsory. (laughs) (laughs) So please don't do that. And if they even ask you what your budget is, like I would always ask what the budget of the person is. And I wouldn't even, if you're brand new, this is a different advice. If you're brand new, take any calls you can get, just practice. But if you're, you know, more confident and you're up leveling, if you know someone is, someone's budget is $15 per hour and you're now $35 an hour, don't waste your time mm-hmm. taking that mm-hmm. call. Cool. Go for up-level your clients uh, or your, and your sales goals as well.
0: Yes, yes, I totally agree. I love what you said about not feeling like you have to say a quote of a price on a sales call because I find that a lot of times when virtual assistants do that, they're in, they end up not taking into consideration everything that the client has said and they're they end up way underpricing themselves just to like sp- 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 Uh, spit something out on the sales call. So I totally agree. Um, Like if you have set packages where it's like, are you interested in this package or this package? That's fine. But if you're working with a client and creating something more custom, it's really not, not a great idea to just spit out a a figure on a sales call. I totally agree with that. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, that they don't have to, a sales call doesn't have to be like, here's the number, are you going to pay it? Like there can be a process to it. So I totally agree with that. And then what you said about every call being an opportunity, I totally agree with that too, because, um, i think a big part of it is releasing our attachment to each individual call like thinking this has to be my next client if we can go into discovery calls as more with more discovery and with that intention of just um an opportunity to talk to someone i think we can get so much more out of it so i totally agree yeah. with both of those things and then another thing that i see a lot of virtual assistants struggle with um is you know not just like spitting out those numbers on a sales call but also just overall all feeling um, a, a fear almost of charging what they're worth, or you know, you know, charging what they're worth. Essentially, can you talk to me a little bit about um, feeling that sense of worthiness and bringing that into your sales?
1: Yeah. So a lot of my clients actually, they we really work on this because what I've found, especially when you're brand new and imposter, and it, and everything that's related to imposter syndrome, it's very tied into a lot of our own inner feeling, feelings about ourselves. And it's it becomes very clear that my clients who have become incredibly successful are the ones who have done the inner work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is because um, a lot of us are not, we're, we're raised in a certain environment and our self-worth is defined by a mixture of different things, our parents, jobs, early relationships, all of that stuff. And what happens is when we start our own business, because a lot of us obviously are freelancers or self-employed. It's very, very personal. Mm-hmm. And so um, when we charge something, a lot of us inadvertently charge what we think we're worth rather than the value that our work brings, right? So if you're a social media manager, I bet you, you probably helped your client close two to three leads that have that is three to four times, five times your hourly rate at mm-hmm. least. So- a lot of um, what I do with my clients is I actually do different types of techniques like visualization affirmations and really imagining yourself being in that confident state to help you be proud of yourself and to help you be self-confident before you even jump into a sales goal. So this means that you have to have a routine where you consistently work on your self-esteem, your self-worth. And like I said, you can have your own routine like journaling um, talking to people you love spending time spending quality time with people spending quality time with people that make you feel good about yourself surrounding yourself with the community that supports you and cheers you on especially when things I don't want to say fail but when things didn't go your way right when certain events and circumstances didn't go didn't turn out the way you wanted them to um so make sure that every time that you lose, you know, I had, I remember what early stages of my business, when I really lost a client, mm-hmm. um, that I, I really lost a client that I, because of my own shortcomings or their own shortcomings, or I didn't win a contract that I really, really wanted. It was such a dream client and I didn't win it, it used to crush me. It used mm-hmm. to crush me so much, but now because i because I think, Back then, it used to crush me a lot because I saw it as a reflection on how people felt about me as a person. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they didn't click with me as a person. Oh, if I did this in sales, school, if I've only done this, if I'd only lowered my prices, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the right way of thinking. The right way of thinking is knowing that what's for you is is there and it's for you, and also knowing that you are good enough, you are complete, just as you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to be a five k, ten k. 15K, 20K k month VA to to be complete as a person. You are complete as a person. And you need to remind yourself of that every single day, regardless of what happens in your business. You need to be outside of it. And so, you know, a lot of you may have formed LLCs by now or another company. um, You're not outside of the States. Um, Really look at your business. That's not, it's not you, all right? And when you are getting the sales goals, really try to be more of a scientist or someone who's very objective and compute what value you will be bringing to that client. If you are saving them 20 hours a week because you're project managing for them or you're managing their teams, if you're generating 10K revenue because you're creating a marketing funnel for them, that is what you should be looking at and not yourself and listening to all the negative self-talk that all of us have. Mm -hmm. Um, Really try to look at it and show up as a scientist when you're in a sales school and compute the value your, your, your service is bringing, not the value of yourself, right? You are, you're complete and perfect as you are. <laughs> so yes. I just wanted to end with that.
0: <laughs> yes. No, I think that is so beautiful because as, as solopreneurs, especially, you know, it's just us working personally one-on-one with people. It can be so easy to equate like our work with who we are as people and like how much we're earning with who we are as people. But just because you're personally working with clients, like like you said, your business is not you, you have to separate yourself from that a little bit. I think I, I even I needed that reminder today. So thank you so oh, much yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. And the other thing you said about, um, you know, finding community or finding people to talk to, especially when things go bad. I think that is so important because a lot of us, what if we're not actually working with a coach or actually in like a mastermind or a membership or some kind of community, what we're experiencing is other people's highlight reels, like on Instagram. And what we're seeing is a lot of wins, a lot of positivity, a lot of overinflation of how much people are earning. And so it's really important to have an actual real support system, especially when things go wrong, because what you realize when you're in those communities, every single person has experienced any of those quote unquote loses that you have in your business, we've all been through it, but no one's sharing that on Instagram. So no one, yeah, yeah, (laughs) no one is sharing it. And
1: I always tell my clients that I support like lots of ambitious CEOs. I I just supported a client now who's amazing. I love her. She's actually based where you are. And, um, she, she was going, she's been, you know, uh, a CEO for over five years and she said to me during the launch like she's been comparing and she's got a really bad case of comparisonitis with her the relaunch pro- program and it, the, the numbers are just not adding up the way she wanted to and she's a very interested CEO and I told her you got eight new clients that's amazing but because she was comparing herself with um you know what she's seeing with her, her competitors and other people in her masterminds she was very disappointed and I that's eight new clients. This is a new program. Mm -hmm. And I had to be that person who's kind of making her see the different perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think virtual assistants, sometimes we're a coach to our clients as well. Totally. Um, But do that to yourself, you know, practice what you preach with your clients to to yourself as well. And um, this is why I always make sure that all of my clients that I work with have a gratitude practice. Mm -hmm. Like every day, sit down and talk about what you're grateful for. And the moment you let that gratitude practice slip, Oh my goodness! You really, you really start to feel it because you. There's always going to be bad things are always going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's totally. never going to go to class. Yes. And so, by having a gratitude practice, you are reminding your brain, who's very focused on the negative because of you know evolution and survival mode, mm-hmm. um, that there are still amazing things happening. You know, and don't, not taking things for granted. So, um, I would advise that to you know all virtual assistants are brand new or upscaling and also for your own clients, because sometimes we forget. Also, I guess the clients that we support forget that they've achieved so much as well.
0: Yeah. It can be so easy to, to look past like wins and things like that. That's why, how you say a gratitude practice. I always, I also talk about celebration, like beyond just like grateful for this, but when, if any small wins, it's like celebrate it in some way. Like for me, I have, I, I, I have a bell above my desk that I ring for every oh, sale because sometimes sales will come in and I'll just be like, Oh, cool. And then like, you know, in the middle of a launch, I'll be like, why, why aren't I getting sales? And I'm like, but I wasn't even celebrating the sales that I was getting before. So like, you have to really celebrate things in the moment as well. Cause it, it'll remind you of like the little, um, progress you're making along the way, all those little wins. So
1: yeah. yeah. And remind yourself that, um, and I keep, rem- this is why I to my clients all the time. You, you never see the failed launches. You right. only right. see the the ones who are bragging the, you know, multi-million launches, which is good for them. But, you know, that's probably their 10th launch. They probably had five other failed launches Totally <laughs> before that. <laughs> totally.
0: No one is talking about their failures on social media. And guess what? When people do... They get so much engagement because people, everyone's like, wait, other people have experienced this. Me too. So that's why you see like those posts where people actually are raw and real get so much engagement because people aren't used to seeing that. We're just used to seeing the wins. So I think yeah. it's really important to find those people that you trust, find a coach, find a community, just make friends online so that you can get a little more perspective about, about your own business. Yeah. So team. Get your support squad. There we yeah, go. Your support squad. <laughs> if you need a support squad, I know a good one, <laughs> but <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so thank you um, so much for sharing all that. I think that's such a beautiful message to share. It's just, um, yeah, especially the, the biggest thing I took from you today is just, sorry, my dogs, <laughs> <up> <laughs> my listeners are used to that, but, um, <laughs> but, um, the, the, The most powerful thing I heard you share today was definitely the part about you, like you are not your business, celebrate your business, put love into your business, but you are not your business. Like your worthiness doesn't have to be tied to your business. I think that's so beautiful and important. (laughs) So thank you so, so much for sharing all of that with us today. I know my listeners are going to love to get in touch with you and work with you. So what are the best places for us to, to find you on the web and the best places to work with you?
1: yeah amazing so i have a community called operations simplified for six plus figure entrepreneurs so come join us Um, and i do a lot of you know live lives there as well and we do networking we actually do bi-weekly virtual co-working sessions and networking sessions um, with other ceos so we had our first one last week which is really fun and it's full of operations people so uvas will will fit right in and um I also have my website, helpypauline.com, nice and easy. Um that's where all of my agency services are um yeah, can be found. And then um at CEO Pauline Malubai um, on Instagram. And I also have a podcast, How She Owns It, where I interview other female CEOs and founders about this crazy entrepreneurship world <laughs> and give like solo episodes on you know tips on marketing and business operations.
0: That's awesome. You guys, all those links are going to be in the show notes. So make sure to check out Pauline and all the places that Facebook group sounds amazing. Any of you operations folks, you should definitely join her in there. <laughs> so Pauline, thank you so much for being here today. And one one thing I always like to ask my guests is what is one thing about you that's totally separate from your business, whether it's a hobby or just something that you like to do, just something yeah, separate from your business, because that's perfect for actually the conversation that we had.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with dogs. but I don't have a oh, dog. Nice. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> I'm obsessed with them. Honestly, I'm the kind of person that would like stop stop talking to a person if there's a dog walking by. There's a dog. I'm like going
0: oh! <laughs> Those are my people. The people that are always like, "Dog." Like I notice I'm the same. I notice every dog. I like and my kids are too. They always be like, "Dog, dog." So yeah. the, I love people that that notice and love dogs. <laughs> yeah, I love dogs. If I didn't travel as much, I would probably have a dog. But it's it's an I will get one one day. <laughs> yeah. Have you thought about? I, so I have friends that travel a lot too and don't want to adopt a dog, but they've mm. done like fostering for dogs. I don't know if That's something yeah, you could, I'll have to look into like, that. Where you can like have a dog for like a week or something. So <laughs> I don't know something to think I about. I gotta look into. That. I don't know if British law allows that, but I gotta look oh, into okay. it amazing (laughs) in the the u.s it's definitely a thing so i have known friends that weren't ready to make the commitment that did foster so something to think about and in the meantime i'm sure all the doggies love you just waving at them (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so so much for being here today pauline it was so great to to meet with you and connect with you and i just appreciate all the wisdom you shared with us today thank you thank you Thanks so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes for this episode on thesupportsquad.com. If you liked today's episode, I'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Got questions or want to chat about what you heard today? Find me on Instagram at, at the and shoot me a DM. I'd love to chat with you. Talk soon.